Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. Today on The State of Ukraine, trying to understand the aborted revolt in Russia. I'm Greg Dixon. In late June, the Russian private military group Wagner staged an uprising they say was a demonstration against Russia's military leadership. And though the revolt was abruptly called off soon after it began, we are still trying to understand the aftermath. The Kremlin now says President Vladimir Putin met with Wagner founder Yevgeny Prigozhin and his mercenaries just days after the uprising. And a top Russian general has suddenly resurfaced for the first time since the rebellion. To try to understand what this means, Adrian Florido spoke to NPR's Charles Maines in Moscow. So what do we know about this meeting between uh, Putin and Wagner's leadership? Well, for weeks, there's been intense speculation over Prigozhin's whereabouts. Uh, The press didn't know where he was, and the Kremlin basically said the same. And yet that turns out, apparently, not to be entirely true. Spokesman Dmitry Peskov heard here acknowledged that President Vladimir Putin hosted Wagner chief Yevgeny Prigozhin and nearly three dozen of his mercenary commanders for talks in Moscow late last month, June 29th to be exact. According to Peskov, the meeting took place in the Kremlin and lasted nearly three hours. And during the meeting, President Putin gave his assessment of Wagner's actions. Uh, In turn, Wagner commanders explained why they had done what they'd done, uh, but assured the Kremlin leader they remained loyal and were ready to continue fighting for Russia. And, Peskov said, Putin then discussed new employment options for Wagner. Uh, Did the Kremlin offer any details on what that might mean? Well, Peskov didn't provide any details, but let's take a look at what we do know so far. You know, in the wake of the rebellion, Putin presented the failed uprising as a victory for law and order against the Wagner threat. Uh, Putin also touted his own role in an amnesty deal that allowed Prigozhin and the rebels exile in neighboring Belarus, uh, saying it prevented bloodshed and civil war. And yet the terms of that deal over the past few days have come into question, uh, particularly after the leader of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, told reporters last week that Prigozhin was now back in Russia and that the Wagner fighters had yet to relocate to Belarus as initially agreed. So a lot of players, a lot of intrigue, a lot that is still uh, unclear. Uh, Meanwhile, though, a a missing general also reappeared. Uh, What can you tell us about him? Sure. You know, the general in question is Chief of General Staff Valery Garasimov. So he's the number two at the Defense Ministry. Uh, He hadn't been seen in public since the June 24th uprising, and yet suddenly he's back. So in a video released by the Defense Ministry, we see Gerasimov at a base in uniform, giving orders and overseeing airstrikes against enemy targets in Ukraine. Uh, More critically, the video identified Gerasimov in his other current post as the commander of Russia's so-called special military operation in Ukraine. Uh, In other words, he still got his job. So, Charles, there's a long tradition of Kremlinology of assessing and analyzing and parsing what the Kremlin is doing, and a long tradition of getting that wrong. So at the risk of interpretation here, what do you make of these two events coming to light? 
Well, what what I can say with some certainty is this changes the narrative again. You know, remember Putin initially described the rebellion as treason. Uh, then after this amnesty deal was offered in Belarus, Putin said the most important takeaway was that the uprising failed. And it became a story of the nation rallying together against Wagner. And now uh, it seems there's a new narrative taking shape. You know, if we take the Kremlin's words at face value, uh, this supposed meeting between Putin and Prigozhin uh, seems to offer Wagner a way to redeem itself back on the battlefield in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Gerasimov's sudden return uh, dampens down rumors he'd been sacked. In fact, Gerasimov now joins Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu in continuing to escape any real consequences, at least so far, uh, for failing to stop the rebellion. Remember, Wagner took control of a major city in the south. It marched almost to the gates of Moscow unopposed. You know, and given all of that, it's starting to feel like no one uh, will be punished for either the rebellion or its roots in Russia's military setbacks in Ukraine. And, and let's not forget, you know, some 15 Russian airmen died in fighting with Wagner during the uprising. Moving on won't be as easy for their families. I've been speaking with NPR's Charles Maines in Moscow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back soon. On NPR's Throughline. We cannot function for 24 hours without COBOL because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. She is the biggest pop star in the world, and everything she does makes news. I gasped. I was like, oh my God, I've been there, and you can identify with it. For a breakdown of Taylor Swift and her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR.